Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sharks, your daily source of everything Team San Jose. Your update for today is that they are going to get pumpkins uh, at the carvings. I guess Halloween's really far away. Maybe they're just making a lot of pies. That's what it is. The wives are making a lot of pies. Um, I'm your host, Kyle Demetrius. Back with me are JD and Eric. The, uh, uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I'm watching football. My brain is stopping. Or the JD oh, well. and Eric to his Kyle. Yeah, there, you, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, this Ooh, is Friday again. <laughs> can I be JD? Can we all be somebody else? I'm Kyle um, tonight. Oh, nice. How does it feel to be tall? Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Canadian, uh, eh? Nerd stat, hey, nerd stat, hey, nerd stat. Hey. <laughs> Tim Horton. I don't know Horton. what snipers are. And I, uh, I uh, like to get over the boards and get in the corners and go to the dirty areas of the ice. Mm, that's Are technically not beat? a sniper. Let me uh, let me look at my stats. Mm, nope, not a sniper. <laughs> it's it's rude. Like I like that he's like a robot. <laughs> yeah, you talk like the oh, like that's... the AI the AI bots when you like dial you dial a, a corporation they don't have someone ready. It's like please leave a message at the town. Mm, not a sniper. <laughs> that's just yeah. Now oh, I have an actual man. sniper metric, though. I'm ready for sniper discussions. I found I found a sniper <laughs> definition that appeases everyone. I'm a sniper metric. Do you also have a sniper matrix? You yeah. can just like plug in, plug in the person, and it moves about. It spits out <laughs> the ideal sniper. Yeah, I can I can list them off for you in a second if you let me open it up. Sniper matrix? No, I don't. We should talk about the sniper matrix a different. Uh, so today is Friday, so we will be doing a blind taste test. Um, of which prospect we prefer, uh, as per Eric reading us reports and stuff like that, and figure out which guy we like better. Um, JD and I don't know who Eric chooses. He just finds two guys that are similar ranks, possibly similar positions, and we'll be around where the Sharks are picking, and then JD and I kind of listen and we dissect. We're going to do that. I think we only got a couple more, so uh, we will uh, we'll taste test it up at least one more time, and then uh, we'll have a big blowout before the draft where we Go through a lot of different guys, but for now, for now, for now, for now, for now uh, Eric, why don't we get uh, get to it? Uh, I'd love to. So today, today we're looking at two forwards who are likely to be around when the Sharks pick late in the second round. So I think their current pick, and it's not going to change, is unless they trade it, is pick fifty-five. Um, which is where the the Colorado team ended up. So, um, really two players ranked around there and sort of decide if they're worth picking there. I think the nice thing about this year's draft is that it is super top heavy. There's there's probably a lot more than your usual three to six kind of NHL stars at the top or good players at the top, and it goes down to like the top ten or so maybe. Uh, but the other thing is that people seem to to like is that there's a lot of exciting players at the end of the first in the second round that will populate the second round and even the middle rounds of the draft that the folks believe in that have upside and that sort of thing. And so, um, you know, it's hard to know ahead of time if that is hyperbole or just recency bias, because I feel like that's 
people get excited about second rounders every year and then most of them don't pan out. But it does seem like this year there are some exciting kids around that part of the draft. So today we are comparing uh, player A, who is a five foot 11, 172 pound center in the Swedish super elite, to player B, who is a five foot eight, 167 pound winger in the USHL. Uh, player A is ranked at 66th, according to Bob McKenzie's draft or his the scouts that interviewed those rankings, and 53rd according to the the Twitterati scout scouting community. Let's player A again, Swedish Super Elite Center, 66th, according to Bob McKenzie, 53rd according to Twitter folks. Player B, the 5'8 winger in the USHL is ranked at 61, according to Bob McKenzie, and 48, according to the Twitter folks. So there's a little bit of a discrepancy there, but you know, five, five or six rankings positions here doesn't really mean a whole lot once you get down past the top of the first round. So that's, uh, you know, they're effectively ranked the same for our purposes. Um, Byron Bader's model at Hockey Prospecting, which he created based on players the the year before the draft year, their draft year, and then the next three seasons. Uh, he compares their statistical output to historical outputs and adjusts for the league they play in to determine the probability of likelihood that, that a player will make the NHL or become a star producer, which for forwards is a 0.7 points per game career. Um, so they both have, this is, this is crazy, they both have identical 45% chances of becoming an NHLer and 10% chance of becoming a star. So at the very beginning of their statistical profile, we see two players who are very close to one another. Timo Teperi's model, which looks at more than just point-per-game scoring, and looks at their impact on scoring networks, uh, as well as sort of a, a goals for model, has looked at 297 forwards in this year's draft class. Player A, the Swedish center, ranked 66th, is ranked 101st out of 297. So up third, um, but barely. Player B, the shorter winger in the USHL, is ranked 70th out of 297 forwards. So there's a little bit of a discrepancy there where player B has a stronger profile once you get below the point-per-game scoring rates. Um, but before we get into the scouting reports, JD and Kyle, I think you have a little something to share with us. Yeah, scouting reports are uh, usually easy to read and straightforward. Uh, and as you can tell, that the three of us can discuss scouting reports with ease. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo. Or, we avoid it altogether with excuses like, had a long day at work, or sorry, babe, I'm just not feeling it. Roman, it is easy to talk about it. Medication. It's simple, it's safe, and it's totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and again, discreet. Getting started is also simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX to get an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash locked on NHL today. 
If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. If you're like me and sometimes you just don't feel like cooking, you got the kids, your wife has a busy schedule, and you only have a certain amount of time where you to eat dinner, um, that's where DoorDash comes in. Um, so DoorDash is an app that brings food that you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with new contactless delivery drop-off settings. Uh, with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and then Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code locked on NHL for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. All right, Eric, give us some give us some blind tests. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited for these. Should we wearing blindfolds as we're doing this? Because I'm wearing mine. blindfolds so that you can't see. Um, oh, a blindfold. What is a blindfold? Ooh, a blindfold? Like Seinfeld, but a blindfold. Ooh, it's like if Seinfeld uh, had a bad prescription for his glasses. He had glaucoma. Yeah, <laughs> that's rude. Um, but you go, you go blind if you have glaucoma. No, I, yes. I, yeah, no, you're right. It, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't rude. It wasn't rude. Um, I didn't wish glaucoma upon his head. It's not bad either. You know, you know what they say: the funniest jokes are the ones you have to explain. So yes, it's uh, also on. true. I, I'm Every, glad yes. that we're all we're all comedians here. Before we get into to reading the scouting reports, I just want to. Yeah, thank you. A shout out to Ben Kerr of Last Word on Hockey and Bill Plazic from Draft Site, whose scattering reports I'm reading from tonight. I think mostly Ben Kerr. He does a good job of breaking every every prospect down into skating, offense, defense, and sort of overall projection. And so that helps me break things down. So I'm not going to cite every single scattering report, but those are the two gentlemen who have provided this, this taste test for us tonight. So we're going to start with offense. We have player A. Player A, Swedish center. Um, they scored similarly. I'm not even going to bother with their statistical measures, even though he didn't fare quite as well once you kind of peel back the onion a little bit. But anyway, player A, excellent playmaker. Keeps his head up when he has the puck and sees the ice extremely well. He's a good stick handler and protects the puck well, allowing his teammates the opportunity to get open. All right, player B, Outstanding hands. He can make plays while moving at top speed. He can also stick handle in a phone booth, making a number of nifty dangles or slick moves in tight spaces. It's very difficult to contain in one-on-one situations as a result. I want Another. I want I want the guy that's breaking ankles. Give me yeah, B. give me player B. <laughs> All right. Dudes out here taking bot taking souls. I want that. Give me yes. that. Yeah. I like, the, I like the sharks do not have theirs. No. Yeah, who's, no. The, who's, the, who's the best stick handler on the Sharks? Like, who's the best, like, deeker? I guess. I it, LeBanc? Not really a deeker, though. Yeah, I, I would say more LeBanc for sure. Probably and we, even then, it's you only get, like, every once in a while, you get the, the sweet dangles, but. 
Yeah. It I used to be dog Noah Gregor is going to start dangling people next year. It's going to be sick. I don't think Noah Gregor is also a dangle machine. <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone is, but I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm uh, what does I'm a dangle machine on. look like? It's with the, it's with the um, Roman... It's like a one... It's a skate. It. It's a skate with like a... Uh, that has like a stick that can go like 360 degrees and just kind of does its thing. Yeah. Give oh. me a dangle machine. <laughs> I don't want to know what a dangle machine is. Jesus. Um, I, I agree. And yeah, I don't. I don't think there are many danglers on the sharks. So I'm, I was. I was leaning into the fact that we don't know much about. Oh, there's a, there's a few. There's a few danglers. There's a few. I, but I was leaning to the fact that we don't know much about Gregor still, and so that he could still he could surprise us with that. Um, as we know maybe. about most of the others. Maybe, maybe. that's why it's maybe. But this you know, this is just an excuse. This is just an excuse to bring up Jonas Donskoy and how I miss him. I love you, Jonas. Yes. Do, Come I do back. Miss, I do miss Donskoy. Uh. Um. Yeah, I'm taking the guy that can stick handle in a phone booth and break some ankles and steal some souls. I like, that too. I like that too. I should point out that it, I don't so far. We've only read one one portion of the report, but so far I wouldn't be opposed to either though. But I do if we're, we're picking one of the two. I, I I think I agree with you guys. I'm also biased because I picked you know who it is. Know who they are? <laughs> 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 Except I've been reading this all day. All right. All right, All right. Offense, offense quote two. Player A. Player A. It's a decent wrist shot and good release. It has decent power, but it is very accurate. It's the ability to change the angle just prior to shooting helps him confuse goaltenders. Player B. The quick release on his wrist shot and is very accurate. Use more power in order to score from further out. He currently scores the majority of his goals in tight. He also has quick hands to beat the goalie in tight. Hmm. I think read I'm gonna A go with for me. Yeah, can you Sorry. read A yeah. quickly? Yeah, has a decent wrist shot and good Quicker. release. Has, de- <laughs> has a decent power, but is very accurate. His ability to change the angle just prior to shooting helps him confuse goaltenders. Mm. Kyle, I think I'm. This is a toss-up for me. I'm I think I'm going to go B just because they say the shot is a little bit better. Like the yeah. first guy they say has medium power or whatever, and he changes the angle to confuse goalies, whereas the B player seems to have just a better shot a little bit, even though he scores from in tight. I think it's just like it's probably farther along. So I'm going to say B, but I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, you can't go wrong either way. Yeah. I'm going to go A just to be contrarian. So. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, this this is a tough one. I tried to pick. I tried to pick portions yeah. of the reports that seemed like they're kind of similar, so it'd be harder. So it wasn't. I think like last week, it was pretty much like, yeah, this guy sucks and this guy's dope. And so, I was hoping to get some that were a little, a little closer together. Um. Okay. Now here's an interesting thing. So, I still want you to vote for the player that you would you would take. I'm gonna read you what is a little bit of a, a negative about each of them. So. That's good. This is good. This is good. So you're basically picking the least bad of the two. So you're still going to pick the player you want, but I just wanted to explain that the scoring still works the same way. That's the way you're I pick figure, which child to... I want to watch. My wife wants yeah, to watch. <laughs> which one's the least bad. <laughs> you're trying to pick the least bad one. You're trying to pick the Biden out of the two. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. There A. You can get open without the puck. However, he plays a bit of a perimeter game. 
does not really play in the dirty areas of the ice and could do more to get to the front of the net without the puck. Or B. Right now, doesn't give an honest effort when the puck is on the opposition stick, and that needs to improve radically. You read anything again? Yeah, can you? Was that two people? It was two. Oh yeah. So player A, player A, player B's was very short. Um, player A can get open without the puck. However, he plays a bit of a perimeter game. Does not really play in the dirty areas of the ice. Do more to get to the front of the net with with and without the puck. Player B. Player B. Right now, he doesn't give an honest effort when the puck is on the opposition's stick, and that needs to improve radically. Hmm. I'm I think, gonna go with A. I'm gonna go with B just because my thinking is he so he doesn't play defense. Um we say all the time defense playing defense is dumb. You can teach people to be in a better position and try harder when it comes to defense. Yeah, but if he has no interest in doing any of it, then it's yeah. going to be tough. For, like This is this is tough because they're both flaws. I think I'll take the guy who plays a little bit too... Uh, um, too passive, maybe? Uh, I, I think the guy who plays a little bit more on the outside and doesn't go to the mm. dirty areas. Um, or then I'll take the guy who doesn't want to play defense ever. Personally, that makes sense. All right, so we have one. We have one vote for each of those. I think those are both reasonable, reasonable concerns for both of them. Um, and you know, each of these players has a little bit, a little bit of something different to worry about. Now, before we get to defensive aspect of these players, we need to talk about another facet of their games. Um, both currently seventeen-year-olds, and as we read their height and weight earlier, they're both a little skinny. Which means they'll both need to bulk up a bit. And I know just the item for that. I've personally been trying to work out during the pandemic to stay sane. After doing so, I'll have to munch on a nice built bar afterward. Make sure that I add a little gains uh, and kind of keep myself going throughout the rest of the day. It's not just a protein bar, but it's something um, that I've really made part of my regular routine. Bar is not just a protein bar. It's something that has really helped me get through these last few months as I've been stuck in my apartment. Um, so I, I've really enjoyed the fact that it's one of the best protein bars ever. And uh, these days they have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non nut flavors. Now there are six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, berry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake. Carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, are soft and easy to chew. Not only that, but built bars are healthy. Great for the health conscious guy, gal. Help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. Everything from peanut butter to cookie almond to cherry Garcia or Barcia, to cookies and cream, it's fantastic. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Now, while supplies last, Bilt Bar is offering two promos. Bilt Bar, oh, one promo. God damn it. Three, two, one. Good news is, 
if you're interested in helping yourself get through the pandemic a little little more easily these days and need a snack that sounds just as good as these, there's a promotion going on. These days, while supplies last, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Again, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your next order. All right, Eric. So who... Who who are we talking about? Which who are the boys? I'm not I'm not done yet. Oh, you're not done. Yeah, no, no, no. We we have their their defense to talk about too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, dude, I, I was just getting started. I just need to let everyone know how to how these guys are planning to go from 167 pounds to 200 pounds over the next three seasons. Um, so on defense, player A, player A, defense, bit of a work in progress. He needs to be more engaged physically when supporting the defense in his own end. The tendency to reach for pucks a bit too much and try to stick check the opposition rather than engaging for battles or engaging in battles. There a bit of a work in progress. He needs to be more engaged physically when supporting the defense in his own end. The tendency to reach for pucks too much and try to stick check the opposition rather than engaging in battles. There B. B needs to be more consistent in his defensive game. At times he is dogged and chasing down loose pucks and trying to create a turnover by stealing the puck from an opponent. There B needs to be more consistent in his defensive game. There are times when he is dogged in chasing down loose pucks and trying to create a turnover by stealing the puck from the opponent. Hmm. Uh, oh, JD. Um. I think I'm gonna go B. Let's go B because <laughs> I, I, I do like this. As well, the, the sick checking. It might. He just might need to rein it in a little bit. Uh, the, you know, who can like steal pucks and stuff like that? Because those can change. Those can be those game breaking, uh, like uh, or game changing plays. So if he can be a little smarter with it, uh, but still keep that ability, that would be nice. Yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Those are that was that was a tough one. Uh, it wasn't wasn't the clearest, but a little something. All right, before we wrap this up, we have one more defensive quote for both of them. Their A, their A's positioning is generally pretty good and does a good job of getting into passing lanes and creating turnovers. Their A again, positioning is generally pretty good and does a good job of getting into passing lanes and creating turnovers. Their B. Player B pays attention to details. He gets himself into good positions to make plays to get the puck back and start the transition game. However, there are other times when he stops moving his feet and starts puck watching in the defensive zone, occasionally flying the zone early. Player A, positioning generally pretty good, does a good job of getting to passing lanes and creating turnovers. Player B, when he pays attention to, to details, get himself into good positions and make plays to get the puck back. However, there are times when he stops moving his feet and starts puck watching and will occasionally fly the zone early. A. B, yeah. Uh, I like I like guys that fly the zone early too. There is there is a stretch of games last season when Timo would just be like, I'm out of here. Oh, I can't say that. Where Timo would just be like, I'm out of here. Uh, I just I just enjoyed that. It was great. It was great. I'm like, you know what? gonna lose anyway 
See if you can get a breakaway. Um, You're going to lose anyway. <laughs> I mean, the team is bad. When, when the team's good, yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, no. whatever. All right. So we have a pretty Those resounding... Be, be one of those guys who's like, buzz the neutral zone constantly. Right, right. Um, all right. We have a pretty resounding victory for player B here, who, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, two, two. Eight to two. So really, really... Kind of like uh, game one of the Lightning Islanders was a uh, resounding, resounding victory here. Um, is ready to to reveal the identities of these sweet seventeen it, year olds. I hope it's some European player. I'm, well, they both are actually. Yes. <laughs> um, player A, player A, who we did not like as much is Theodore Niederbach. Oh, Teddy. Eddie needs. Eddie oh, plays in the Super Elite. Um, to be fair, he missed all of last season with a knee injury, so he was gonna get him back into things this year. Did did when I was looking at at stats a while ago, I did notice that he had quite uh, a heavy power play with his goal line, and so he wasn't doing a whole lot at at even strength. Um, but I, I think. Uh, Compared to our friend Daniel Gushchin, who's player B Ooh. for the yeah, the USHL is going to go play with the Niagara Ice Dogs in the OHL next season. Um, Got to go with, with Daniel, the the little Russian winger. Interesting. I mm. uh, I actually like like um, it's interesting that it was it was Niederbach and Gushkin 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 um, because I don't know. like I know it was a resounding win for player B, but. Mm. There was a bunch of the categories where I thought they were really close. He's yeah. JD said it a couple times where they were really close. Right. So that's right. interesting that it was it was a guy I liked coming in, and then a guy I didn't really know much about, and I picked the guy I didn't know much about in, in Goosekin. Um, plus, we can call him Goose. That's neat. Yeah, yeah I would take another Goose. I would take another Goose. Goose is... Um, Niederbach is... So, this is anecdotal, but I do spend way too much time on Twitter. Just from, from my experience on Twitter... And talking to some of these scout folks who know a lot more about these players, Gushkin, Gushkin is someone who seems like he has a much higher ceiling, uh, more upside. He's more of an offensive dynamo, and there are clearly issues he has on defense. But I, I'm not don't worry too much about a 17 year old flying the zone in the USHL right now. Um, Niederbach is is a bit more of a work in progress. And part of that, of course, is beyond his control. He, he had a knee injury, and he's kind of working his way back from that. And so maybe maybe he's falling too far because of that. Maybe the viewings that people are getting this season don't, don't look as great. But I think I think you said it well, Kyle, where a lot of these are really, really close to each other. And and the format of this makes us pick one of the players, but it's not necessarily that one is like a clear winner over the other, just that we had to pick A or B. Yeah, like when we did it last week with uh, was it Smolanich and Roni Hervonen? Uh, Sam Colangelo. Sam Colangelo, there was a clear divide where we clearly wanted wanted the son of Brian. Um, and he was much better. This time it was a lot closer. Uh, and maybe putting Theodore over the edge on draft day is that his name is Theodore Niederbach, which is way better than Danil <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. We should do like a no bracket. fine, but like Peter Niederbach is such an elite name. Daniel's got two eyes, uh, so I kind of like. I, I, I want the sharks to have two Daniels. Um, all right, well, 
So we've we've picked we've picked our second blind or third. Is it our third? Uh blind taste test. Third, we've yeah. got Topi Niamela. There's Ryan O'Rourke. We picked Topi. And we have Ty Schmelanic for Sam Colangelo. We picked Sam Colangelo. And we took Daniel Gushin over Theodore Niederbach. So I think we'll be back next week with one more of these. Uh, before I am well before the draft happens, basically. And then we will Instead of talking about prospect profiles, we'll talk about the players that the Sharks picked and what we thought of the draft and that sort of thing. So, one more set of guys. So, thank you for joining us for this this round of Eric's Fun Boy Friday. I hope you are enjoying this format, enjoying the blind taste test. We've we've had a lot of fun with it. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to hit us up, if you have any questions about anyone you want to hear about, if you have any questions about any of these prospects, we are available at Locked on Sharks on Twitter. If you hate this episode, email us at LockedOnSharks at gmail.com and we will be certain to check it uh, at some point in the distant future. If you want to talk to JD about selecting the least bad kid to put to bed at night, he is at my fry hole. If you want to talk to Kyle about being Canadian, he is at Kyle Demetrius. If you want to talk to Eric about uh, tabs of stats sheets he has open at any time, you can find him at foulball15. I assume it's 15. That's why the the, uh, the 15 in the Twitter handle. Um, that's going to do it. It's, if you guys have not checked out our Twitter show, uh, we did a live Twitter show Tuesday night. It's pinned to our Twitter and Facebook pages. You can go rewatch it there or go check your face, your uh, podcast feed. And we'll be back next week with two interviews lined up right now. So uh, we'll catch you guys next week.